Welcome to JV Reads the T. The T stands for tarot, honey. I'm JV Hampton Van Sant. Each week, I am joined by a guest and I read their tarot cards. I use the Wild Unknown deck and the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit decks by Kim Kranz to dive deep with a special six-card reading. And, of course, we go on usually pretty related tangents. So grab your wand, light a candle, and let's spill that tea, honey. Hello, witches and bitches. Ha-ha. Um, <laughs> I, that was the <laughs> least organic opening um, that I've ever done for anything. It's fine. Um, welcome back, everyone. Uh, today... Our guest and person who will be read by these cards um, is A.R. Olivieri, who you know from numerous things. Um, say hi to the people. Hi, people. My name is A.R. Olivieri. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! This is so exciting to have you on. This is really fun for me already. Um, this is fun for me already. We haven't even flipped these <laughs> cards over yet. It's wonderful. Um, I know. <laughs> so just to generally uh, refresh people's memories on on who you are um, specifically, I I would say um, the um, I, I'm like trying to come up with a with a with a neutral word um, for this thing. <laughs> <laughs> that, like I, I struggle with this constantly. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh man! Same. Oh, same. Trying to think of like cool, you know, things for your titles for yourself that are neutral yeah. in some way and aren't like uh, super gender specific. <laughs> exactly. It's like utterly impossible. So what we will go with <laughs> is, I will say, microfiction royalty. That is what I will say. Ah, that is that is beautiful. I love that. Um. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'd be happy to. I I would say that I am a microfiction creator. Absolutely. Um, I say that proudly um, and in totality in that, like, that's my format. You know, that's what I'll, I'll stick to. And, and that's kind of my, my theme, right? That's what I love to do and, and what I love to make. And so I've made 2298. Um, I've made Magic Kingdom. I've made Limbo and Great and Terrible. Uh, Phantom Wise, which is out right now, easiest of all the hard things. Um, and they're just all really micro, small shows about uh, people generally running from or to things in a in a fantasy setting. That's that's kind of as distilled as I can I can get. It sounds accurate to me. I've <laughs> um, I've listened to most, if not all, of them. I think I might have just missed the most recent ones of those uh, for reasons. Um, for reasons that are, that aren't like anything that are for reasons that aren't anything to do with you. I just my brain is just like wild and those are totally valid and understood (laughs) reasons yeah it's like the similar thing to like i haven't written anything in about eight months and like it's just oh no it's a whole thing i i'm that's actually one of the reasons i'm excited to go back to work is because i at work there's built-in writing time so i'll be able to do that again that's just be super fun but yeah and i love all of the shows and 
your work is wonderful and incredible and I'm excited well, to you. uh to be a part of a to I was gonna say I'm I'm a big fan of yours too and I'm stoked that we're like working together um you know unofficially announced things and you know potentially unofficially announced things Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. I've been thinking about plot things for the unannounced thing, and I'm... Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, the whole... Um... <laughs> so, yesterday when I was at the beach, the whole drive there, I was thinking about, like, three scenes in particular that I just am very excited for. Um they may or may not have to do with police brutality, but like they're very exciting mm. and I'm very pleased. And I'm, oh, oh, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, I may or may not have a, a specific graphic novel for inspiration and research purposes in delivery um, as we speak. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Oh, magical. And speaking of magical things, um, <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst segue I've ever done. It works. No, I love it. Like it works. It's just it's it's not the one I should have done. Um, <laughs> I creatively could have come up with a better one, um, and I didn't. And I feel I feel a type of way about it. Um, but it's fine. So um, the deck that I use uh, for all of these readings is uh, the Wild Unknown from Kim Kranz. I've mentioned this mainly because one, I want people to go and look up photos of the of the card specifically because they are so pretty. Definitely going to do that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I will. I will be sending you specific photos of like, of your cards as we go through them. Um, I mean, you are currently on your phone, so you won't be able to see them until after. But you'll have close ups of each of the of each of the cards, and if I get my act together, you'll be able to have. Uh, the sort of page of the book that's associated with each card too. So if I can make my brain work and do the right thing all at the same time, which I think I can <laughs> today. It's it's been a wild day already, but I think I can I mean where I'm where I'm sitting, that is a difficult task. So you'll have all my sympathy. <laughs> Taking a bunch of photos is difficult. <laughs> yeah, for me. For me. <laughs> Yeah, I, I struggle people, with it. People are like, why can't you tweet? And I'm like, uh, it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Tweets. Uh, like, I, I, I literally whined that yesterday, actually. Um, <laughs> like, I'm bad at PR. Woo! <laughs> thing that I've found that a it's lot of... It's a good thing I've hired myself to do PR. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I've found a lot about... Um, just indie creators generally, regardless of like of type of creation, is my God, we're bad at PR. Um, like oh, we try, but like awful. PR is so difficult. There's a reason people get paid to do that. And but also there's a reason that a lot of even the people who get paid to do it do it incredibly poorly. Because there's like oh, no yeah. yeah, there's like no actual good way to do it. So we just sort of well, and I don't know if this it. is just me. I'm curious what you think, but like, I don't you also notice sometimes that even the people who are really good at it don't get appreciated for being really good at it. So it's like, yeah. even if you nail it, it's like faithless anyway. And like the people who aren't good at it are like really successful. And you're like, wait a minute, but your PR is terrible. How'd you get really successful? <laughs> yeah. 
I I don't want to necessarily be hella dramatic, but I will be, and I will be a little messy here. Yeah. Um, in the like the argument that I specifically had with with Aaron Mankey of all people, um, oh yeah, no, it was basically just he went on this thing about like seeing a bunch of people trying to um, like trying to promote their things and one of the methods he found it like annoying but he compared it he like in the thing compared it to what he did and like like well focus on the content being (laughs) great and i was like no that's the content can be as good as anything else and that they can be the best thing in the world it could be the next shakespeare production as anything that lasts from like whenever those were written till like now um yeah but like if there is no p if there's no pr <laughs> it won't it's always, work like yeah and it's always interesting to me too when somebody like voices an opinion about something mm-hmm. um that they perceive and like people's first response or in this case you know aaron's first response yeah. um and i've seen this similarly is to make a declarative statement, right? Like to tell you something rather than to like ask you questions and to like explore how you feel, which I think yeah. is kind of like telling, you know? It absolutely is. And like my entire argument to it was like, I, you didn't, like you didn't advertise and this whole thing, like I remember how I found his show when it was just beginning. And I also remember why I immediately stopped listening as soon as it started beginning. Um, which (laughs) (laughs) the reason for both of those is like, I was, um, listening to, uh, myths and legends and they didn't mention, um, they didn't mention, uh, his show, but they were listed under like the same category as far as like type of show, which is, that's how I found it. And that's how I was like, yeah. So I found it there, but then I was like, the way he reads is very annoying. <laughs> Which is well, so like like you said also. though, if you find if you find it through mm-hmm. some like recommendation like that, like you, you said it yourself, you, it wasn't PR that led you to that. Exactly. No, I like I I it was word of mouth, which like is which is a type of PR, but like it's not it's not that he did that his content was just so amazing that everybody found it and stayed. Like it was an untapped market at that particular moment that right. was like interesting, and people started to check on it. Also, um, I I do also think that his in uh, Empire, I will say, um, benefits from unsolved right. mysteries having not existed for a little bit there. Yes. Yeah. Like God, that... the whole of unsolved mysteries is so huge. Oh, totally. I. It's still wild to think that like my lovely tiny town is featured in a recent episode. I'm like, I can't. Like, uh, I need to watch that. It was the it was the one with the UFOs, and like the the problem with that is that there are a billion other unsolved things that like are more important to probably think about here, like or, <laughs> or just generally more important things that happened here that are cool that also just aren't mentioned at all during that. Instead, we got to be like the home of a crazy person who saw a UFO one time. Of course. 
Like, okay. Like, that's <laughs> great. Great, great, great. Not, like, any of the civil rights contributions or, like, anything like that. Like, ending slavery in Massachusetts 80 years before the rest of the country, which feels kind of like an important thing. Which also... Uh, yeah. Yeah, which also we did it before England, which oh, <laughs> is, like, wild to me. Like, we did it, like, the year after the United States became the United States. Like, it was the next year. Like, it's it's wild to me that, like, that's a fact Damn. that, like, yeah, that's a fact that, like, anybody, li- that most people living in this state don't know. Like, this is never talking yeah. anyway. This is all entirely unrelated to this reading. But, like, I, just, yeah. Like, this is what happens when know. you get two like-minded people who are willing to have a happy, friendly conversation. <laughs> it goes off the rails every time immediately it always yeah um so i have flipped over the cards and just at a glance looking at these there's a lot happening here (laughs) there's a lot happening um and we're kicking (laughs) wrong with uh with the card with a major arcana card um which has a i i think it's a dove sort of hovering at the very top of it. And it is the uh, 20th card in the Major Arcana, which is Judgment. Which, um, despite the fact that the card is about uh, Judgment um, specifically, uh, the actual subtitle of the card is Forgiveness. And this is in Mm. the past position. So any recent... um, recent need to forgive people for being not great um, kind of a thing perhaps interesting yeah. <laughs> very interesting I know I know you warned me not to uh, <laughs> completely go off the rails and divulge how deep to the core that hits me immediately so I will just say interesting <laughs> oh oh like so so it resonated on a core level is what I'm hearing yeah yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like that's yeah. Like I um I set off mic uh, and I'll just remind the listeners like in recent episodes things got very personal <laughs> very quickly. So my general note to just anybody who who I invite on, you don't have to reveal literally everything. <laughs> There's nothing wrong if you want to, but like literally you don't have to. Like it's it's entirely fine. Um, I mainly want to make sure that when we like are in the middle of a conversation about like a general theme that appears on the card that like it is resonating. So I'm not like so that I know that the cards that were pulled were the like actually are connected to the thing. Um, yeah to the things, all of the things, um, which they have been in a way that scares the shit out of me. So um, (laughs) moving moving to the next card, uh, which is in the present position. Puppy. Oh, there's a doggy. (laughs) Oh, pups. Um, So for this one, well, we've got a stag on it. Uh, there's a, there's a stag with rainbow horns, um, and it is the father of pentacles. So the way that the court cards, um, I, I don't remember what they're actually called, um, but I I call them the court cards. It's sort of 
in regular uh, sort of poker, it would be the um, like the page, the knight, the queen, and the king. I think is how that normally goes. I could be wrong. I've I I haven't looked at a different type of tarot deck <laughs> in so long that I don't remember what those are. Um, I'm taking your word for it here for sure. <laughs> yeah, but the way they do it in this deck is uh is um mother, father, son, and daughter. Um, so for for this card in the present, the Father of Pentacles, uh, the subtitle. I, I keep calling them the subtitles or subheadings, which I think is the appropriate thing to call it. On the page, it's a subheading. <laughs> so there's <laughs> that. Um, at least I think that's what that is. Hell if I know, really. Um, <laughs> steady and entrepreneurial, which feels relevant. So these ones tend to um, take the sort of form of a of a specific figure, like these cards are more likely and more often than not like an actual person. Oh. Uh, yeah. So <clears throat> I'll read through uh, the little paragraph here, which is um, <clears throat> the father of pentacles is a steady gentleman. Upon first meeting, he can almost seem dull because of his extremely calm temperament but underneath is an incredibly passionate man who prioritizes the stability of his job, family, and home. He is entrepreneurial and diligent at work. A true pleasure to know. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, and so this was, this was in a position, right? You said these cards are in positions? Yes. Uh, this one is in the present. Um, so this could be either like, Either this type of figure has is a recent entry into life, or this is the, or it could even be this is the general like vibe that I'm trying to give as I move through the world. You know, what I mean, like that kind of thing. Um, oftentimes, when these cards come up for me in my own personal readings, it is that another person with these traits is around, um, or. Well, I guess it depends on the position it's in. Because this one is in the your present situation, like the your current time of life, meaning within the last, like, I would say within a two-week span of time. Um, yeah, that's sort of what this is. Um, so that, well, that, that, I mean, that, that yeah, mm -hmm. that would definitely... Yeah, that would definitely resonate. Um, mm -hmm. That would definitely resonate as well because, um, I mean, there's there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that influence lately, like surrounding me. Whether mm -hmm. it's uh, you know, whether it's work, you know, work, work, like my official job, job, or you know, the hobby that's become serious work. <laughs> um yeah and this and this idea of of uh of how all these people marry them together successfully and i very much struggle with doing that um, that's oh that's fair that is also extremely fair as a thing like that's really really 
really hard to blend those two things. Yeah. Huh. And so I, I wonder, yeah, I wonder if it's, because uh, it, it would resonate to me representative of, of that, of just this idea that, you know, presently it, it's something that I'm not only surrounded with, but wondering whether I should aspire to or not, or right. Yeah, like, you know, you all those, yeah. like, like, do you, do you go along with something you see that looks pleasant just because it, you know, because something that's pleasant to somebody else might not be pleasant to you. Right. But. Right. Ooh, very. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> that, that's yeah, my brain turning. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing with these cards is occasionally the past, present and future will absolutely not at all be connected things. <laughs> is just yeah. a thing I'm noticing. Like, <laughs> they might be commenting on three completely different situations, but um, when they come up, they're like, these are things that you should be aware of and, and thinking about, and or just stating, like, facts, like, listen, this is where I'm at, and this is what's, like, in my brain right now. Um, <laughs> like that kind of thing. Um, though I do feel like whenever I get to the present card, I always then because most of our problems tend to be in the now and not so much necessarily um, or either in the now or in the past. Um, future problems are, t well, that tends to simply mean um, things we're anxious about. Um, but I feel like most of our problems tend to occur in the present. So I, when we get to the present card, I then jump down to the problem and solution cards um okay. so uh listeners will remember this card from last uh from the last episode <laughs> because who was on the last episode um danny uh danny oh danny i love danny yeah danny's great yeah danny's awesome i love that episode um but this card is literally in the exact same position uh that it was <laughs> that it was for her um Oh, which <laughs> and I had the same reaction to it that I'm having right now um, <laughs> because it is like the illustration on this card just for for the people who cannot see this it is a a bunch of swords that are stabbing into a bull <laughs> like there are 10 Yay. swords stabbing into a bull that is very much dead and it has a sword that is running straight through both eyes. So, <laughs> so it's uh, pleasant. <laughs> it's like, so the energy of this card is, well, it's, it's, it's something. Um, but um, the problem, so, Okay, this is in the problem position, as one would usually hope with this card. Uh, the last place that you want this card, I would imagine, is in the future. Like, that's not... Um, particularly because the subheading of this one is Ruin, Rock Bottom, and Melodrama. <laughs> mm. Yep. <laughs> so, I'm going to be honest... With this one, one of the things that I think that this is, when this card pops up, I'm pretty sure this might just mean the pandemic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just I'm comes just... up for everyone on every reading now from now on. Honestly, wouldn't be surprised. Like, because it, it, it truly, 
when I read through yeah. this thing, it is either like there's a lot of drama. Go- well, this card specifically is like there's a lot of drama going on. Um, there's a lot of like chaotic things happening and sort of um, whatever the problem is, it is a serious and big problem. And because yeah. of that bit, my my brain immediately jumps to the pandemic, but also all of these like tiny little the, the the tiny chaoses that the pandemic itself creates for us individually within our lives. Yeah. Yeah. No, so ab- the, absolutely. Um, yeah. But it could be something else too. Like it could just straight up be interpersonal, uh, <laughs> some interpersonal stuff, which is what I, I believe it wound up being last time. Yeah. yeah. I, oof, that, I, that's, I, such a, I feel like that's such a tricky, and this is where my overthink is probably going to kick in a little bit, where it's like, that's such a tricky one because, you know, I can probably at any point on any given day at any moment, like reach into my brain for conflict, <laughs> right? Like, my, Honestly, my brain that's is like movie. pretty much marinated, yeah, in, in conflict. Um, marinated in conflict, by the way, is my new emo band. Uh, but yes. <laughs> so... Um, I, I so I wonder like how much of, of what I would say or think would be uh, projection, right? Like, um, mm. or 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 willful in that way. I mean, like you said, with the pandemic and things. Uh, obviously, uh, I I'm moving in two weeks, right? Like, and I'm gonna live in yeah. my my own apartment, which is always you know that's always tum- a, a tumultuous sort of time, and and there's upheaval and and drama drama and mess in that. Um, absolutely which i'm fully going to ask about after this by the way um, oh please, oh, like please. There's, a, there's like a bunch of things i'm gonna ask you about off mic um <laughs> it just, also i just wanted to point out this is just it's more because this just happened twice um I, there's a sound in the background that sounds very much like a rattlesnake and i just because you're in texas i keep i'm in texas yeah no i'm hanging around you didn't know that in texas we just like hang out around cacti and rattlesnakes like i'm surrounded right now i hope in your mind it's fully (laughs) like it's like this picture of me you know 10 gallon hat spurs rattlesnakes you know cacti everywhere if that was where you were, I wouldn't be surprised. But also, like, if it's, but also because I like because I know you're in you're in Austin, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I know you're in Austin, and I just have a general knowledge of the fact that Austin isn't necessarily fully in the desert. You know, like, <laughs> like but also my image of Texas is literally straight up sand desert <laughs> which is not like even close to accurate and I know that it's not but like that's still what what pops up in my brain every time I think of it I also think of, I, I do it. think of cowboys but that's because of Dallas so I mean well and you know. I I love the cowboys too yeah, fair enough. I mean, granted, I <laughs> I don't follow sports, so like I I just when I but when I think of um when I think of Texas, I then immediately think of Cowboys, and then I immediately think of oh yeah, the Dallas Cowboys, which makes sense because of the area, and there's a reason that you would name something after that. Yet yeah, anyway, I really I really <laughs> don't know where my appreciation and and quote unquote fandom of sports begins and my just need and desperation for my father's approval begins, you know, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I, That's so, so real. 
Oh my I'll God. be honest. Ooh, that just hit me on a core level because ooh, <laughs> I remember, I remember trying. I remember trying a lot. At college was really the time that I like really tried to yeah. like be into sports more because like, I don't know. I, in college, I was, I was, ah, uh, I don't know. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll we'll do your cards next. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I don't need to drag me like that. Like, I already know what it would be. like basically, my issue back then was like, I I was non-binary without the word and without the knowledge of what that meant. And like, but also actively like doing things that I that I do now that are um, sort of rooted in that part of my identity, but also trying at the same time to to just stick under the label of um, the label of gay and dude, um, just the intersection of that label specifically. Um, and the cultural things that we allow for people to have within that. But then also that part of me that's like, but I'm like, not like the other girls, um, which I hate yeah. that part of my brain, but it's there. And it's also there a little bit for a reason. And that reason is this one, which is, um, I'm actually not that. Uh, that's like, right. that's the identity that that's a, that's an identity that is not the one that I'm actually thinking about here and being able to separate those things was the thing I learned post college which was super great um, to learn well, you know, I, I learned it no I in college but I, I hate know. I hate the pain of trying to stay in label and I'm you know I'm Ugh. it sucks that you had to feel that I've had to feel it right like anyone ever has to feel that yeah it's like it's so it's so much you know what I mean? like it's yeah. so much for like for all of that and even even things unrelated to um unrelated to gender like when i think of people who um had like a medical diagnosis that they then don't mm. um like feel that they can't share because of whatever reason whatever incredibly right. valid reasons for not sharing that information which i mean like it's it's a lot and like it's a lot to have to to have to do that mm-hmm. like from personal experience and also just imagining the experience of another person like it's a lot but i don't yeah. know like i the only thing i can hope for is that we come out stronger for it which um might lead us a little bit into the solution <laughs> Segway. Uh, my segues are flawless. No, they're not. Um, they're really not. But um, so we have another uh, another of the court cards. Um, we have the Father of Wands. Mm. Um, yeah, which is actually, I'm gonna presume that there's definitely a part of this that is probably just straight up you. Um. Well. Okay, the subheader for this is charismatic and creative. You can see why within there, I'm like, there are two words here that I, <laughs> yeah, no, both of them, yes, correct, yeah. Um, so, yeah, honestly, yeah, the rest of the card is basically just a summary of those two things. Um, but what it seems to be, huh, 
This was in the solution position, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Which in this, I would imagine this is more of the energy to embody um, going forward. Part mm. of the self to embrace. Um, which is funny because there's also a second card that I have pulled right here that is for that exact purpose. Um, that I know is for that purpose as that is literally the the reason that card gets pulled. Um, but the solution to the to the sort of drama and chaos of the previous card is leaning into that creative energy, leaning into the, um, it mentions specifically the healing arts here, but I don't know necessarily if that connects, but um, leaning into uh, the, the welcoming nature and the, the open and loving nature, um, leaning into that and tuning into the, into the life that you have and nature and everything that is around you. So being really in tune with your surroundings, which resonates, I think, a bit. When, when you mentioned moving, that makes me think a little bit also lean into moving into that space and really making it your own. Well, you know, it's really funny. Um, this will be the first time I've ever had a, um, like a quote unquote, like office space. Right. And like, I, oh, like shit. you said, I, I've, yeah, I've designed it to be a space where I can be, you know, creative and, and use it for like work meetings and stuff like that. So, um, hell yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. So literally it's leading into that same energy right there. Um, which so solves, funny. yeah, which solves that, uh, solves that little, well, yeah. Oh, also, funny thing about the rattlesnake bit. Um, despite the fact that the that the thing on this card is not a rattlesnake, it is a cobra. Um, <laughs> that's, that's amazing. It's, yeah, it's like it is literally on this card. I'm like, that's so funny. Oh, that's very funny to me. Um, it's very, again, another very pretty card. Most of these cards actually today are all in all like less colorful. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, which is, um, with this deck, like, a lot of the cards are very, very colorful and very, um, like, just vibrant. Um, these ones, like, the, the first one in the past, that one is, there's literally not a, not a single bit of color on the entire thing. In the problem section, there's not a bit of color in that entire thing, um, Oh jeez! But as soon but as the you present, get... the present, yeah, had the the stag, right? Yeah, with the rainbow horns and the um, the cobra is well, just doing what a cobra does. But it also it's not colored in. But there is like a streak of sort of what looks like colorful lightning, sort of playing off of it, which is kind of cool. But then looking into the future card, that one is very colorful. And I remember that this one is definitely a positive one because this one, I, I am almost certain this one came up in a reading like, yes, yeah, no, it did. This came up in, uh, in the very first episode that these people will have heard. That's the last time we saw this one. Um, Ooh, which or, was that? 
Oh, wait, actually, no, uh, just kidding. We saw this one in the second episode, right, uh, which is the Nine of Cups, which is bliss and harmony. That sounds good. Very. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, like, the, so it all wraps up very nicely um, in the following... Um, the way I always look at the future position is, like, here are a couple outcomes that could occur, or not a couple because there's, like, only one card there it, it's hard to have um a single card with a couple outcomes oh that's actually not true whatever sorry um <laughs> getting in my head about how to explain how this position works but um it's basically yeah this card here it can either be if you don't listen to us if the card itself like has a more negative negative ish like type tone it is the if you don't follow the sort of advice um the positive advice and the positive influences that were presented in the solution section the outcome will likely be this whereas in a positive situation like with this card of bliss and harmony it's those follow the follow the hint and this will be the outcome or or even possibly view this thing in the future as a sort of goal Huh. So what's what's also interesting is that like the like the progression of color increasing. I, I feel like that's really interesting. Yeah. It it makes sense to me that like, you know, uh when we when we sort of design our spaces um to be, you know, what we want them to be and to look how we want them to look, um and to have that feeling that we want them to feel, especially when we're, when we have a new space that we are making ours, it really, like one of the first things that, uh, well, okay, story time. The apartment I'm in right now, I built, I helped build this apartment with my stepdad. Um, Oh, cool. Yeah, I got to choose pretty much all the colors that are in this apartment. Um, I also had to put them on the walls myself, which... That's so cool. Yeah, but it's why the walls are streaky. Um, (laughs) The walls don't look look super perfect because I am not good at at painting walls, as it turns (laughs) out. But but also, like, when I did that, I chose my room color... um, to, I wanted it to be a dark green, which is sort of what I did. Like, I wanted it to be a forest green color, but then I was like, that's a little too dark. So I went with the sort of emerald jewel tone. Ooh, and yeah. that's pretty. Oh, oh, my walls are gorgeous and very calming. Um, and it like sort of connects me back to, back to that nature and back to... Um, back to the natural world and having that sort of around me, which, huh. Actually then, going back and looking at um, the previous card, it mentions, um, it mentions being sort of in tune with the natural world. One of the things to consider might be getting a plant. Ooh, I, it's, it, again, another weird sort of, uh, coincidence is that I, um, I have de- I had decided right. I already have them ordered, uh, like to fill this place with more 
plants, right? Because I, I really, I had a hanging plant that my Nana got me um, and I love taking care of it and stuff. And yeah, and it was, it was, and like you said, it was like kind of calming just to have in my room. And up until this point, I'd really only been living in, in a room because I have two roommates and they're a couple. And so like, I kind of really give them the kitchen and the living room. And like, you know what I mean? I give them the rest of the place. Um, and so I really only had my room. And like you said, it's so calming to have the plant. And yeah, no, that's, that's dead on. Like I, I'm, I'm definitely, that is I'm so, definitely going to do that. That is so wild to me that that, <laughs> again, I love that. that it just randomly is like, oh yes. Um, by the way, the, <laughs> by the way, get a plant. And that is already, <laughs> that is already you know, a thing that is happening. Um, just so. One thing that I think is interesting too is that, like you said, the the solution card was kind of like a like a person, kind of like mm-hmm. to embody. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I I'd be remiss if I if I didn't think about how like not only is is the solution like sort of coming to terms with like embodying what you should be. Um, but also like the, it becoming more colorful, um, you know, again, I, I can't ignore the fact that like throughout this quarantine, you know, I've, I've had like just progress on how I identify gender wise in ways that I never knew I like come to terms with and, and, uh, you know what I mean? And, and talk about and accept too. So like, I, it'd probably be stupid to not think about how that is kind of present here too probably absolutely absolutely because i I, I don't know i don't know if it affected you in the same way where like it (laughs) um you know where just like i don't know because for me things are um rippling right where Mm -hmm. it's like uh i'm just like continuously feeling the reverberations like for a really long time and like still you know Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, And yeah, quarantine kind of did a very similar thing to me. Um, I basically, especially like, well, especially over the last like, literally 48 hours, um, like I made a decision for one of my jobs for the college job specifically. And occasionally, that's going to mean my day job as well, that um, when I go out, the presentation that I'm going to have is going to be markedly more feminine. Um, I spent literally the majority of quarantine making dresses over and over and over again. That's awesome. Yeah. And now I have that, like, that just pool of dresses that I can just wear. And it's going to be so I love it. Yeah. It's going to be so good. Please share all the pictures and things online. Like, I know you normally do, but we we all love seeing it and and love seeing you. Because, like... I don't know how, like, I can't even, like, I can't even stitch, like, a hole in my shirt. Oh, man. It's, <laughs> I will, uh, I will happily teach you how to hand sew that because it's an important skill to have. Um, but also the inside of, like, all of my garments look not great because I don't have, like, <laughs> the right machine to finish them. And, like, but, but, but in going back to school, I know that I will have access to a machine that can um, finish a lot of the things in there. Like I had the machine for it, but it broke like two years ago and I just haven't been able to like figure out how to get it repaired. It's like, 
it's a very specific machine that a lot of people will use in place of like any other machine, which good for them. I absolutely would never because I, this machine is so difficult and I barely trust it to begin with. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like, as, as far as like, um, as far as like um, how I see myself and how my identity just generally sort of works, um, I'm just leaning into that, um, leaning into that feminine, but a lot more because I really, I, well, one, I love the way those dresses make me feel. They're just, they add a 1950s glamour to me that I adore. Um, yes. yeah. You and I both talked about a common love for the, if, if the only thing I love about the 50s is the, is the style and veneer. Truly. Oh, God, truly. Like, honestly, like, the 50s, yeah, the 50s. And it goes to show like, you how good the style and veneer was to make, you know what I mean? Because, like, for anyone to even like that decade because it's so horrid underneath, like, the style oh, yeah. and veneer needed to be that good. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, it, and it, it, oh, man, it's a, it's a look that can be pretty, uh, well, not timeless, because it's, like, purely, like, during, well, it feels timeless now, in that, like, from the time it started to now, you could wear it and it wouldn't be weird. Yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. Like, you just wear it for everyday wear without it, like, seeming like you have put on a costume and are just roaming out. Um, but whereas, like, if you if you dress like a like a twenties flapper, people are gonna have comments. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I also love how like insidious and like subversive the style can be too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and even just the the easy tiny little thing of like, well, while I'm making this, I can make it almost the same way that I would have made this garment before, but because I've made the pattern for myself, I can I know that like for example, on the front of my thing, because I don't have giant breasts. Like, I I don't need a dart on the front of my garment because, <laughs> like, it'll already, like, I just need a little bit of a curve on the side and it'll fit me perfectly, um, which is, like, honestly so much easier and just yeah, yeah. that sounds amazing uh, and then on these recent ones I stupidly did add like not a dart per se but like there's a um I wanted a contrasting panel on the front and like <laughs> so there's this panel on the front that I made that just made this whole thing so much harder <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna do it <laughs> um so yeah I totally feel you on like this this quarantine allowing for that level of self-reflection but also just thinking about well for me one of the things that helped was like the fact that the fact that we have to wear um that we have to wear masks when we go out now um is helpful because presentation wise if I'm deciding what I want to look like when I go out I could go out feasibly with short hair in this rather rather feminine dress um and I, I kind of a little bit do love the way it confuses people. That is a thing that I enjoy, but that's because I'm petty. Um, <laughs> because I'm petty, not because, yeah, not because it's just a general thing, but, um, but because I like, I like making people have that moment where they have to pause and think about the language they're using rather than like, for example, hit me with a sir or ma'am um, because they're like not thinking about it and they're in customer service. 
then I like also because I just don't like I don't like making people who are in customer service missions, which I've had like most of my life, feel like they need to be in any way subservient to me. No, like, I, I totally get what you mean. Yeah. Because that's like, already like beaten into them in a way that is kind of gross. Exactly. Exactly. It's just so unnecessary. And I just they don't they deserve better. So <laughs> <laughs> so I try my best when I'm um when I'm sort of out and about to uh, to be that that nice person that when I was working in a grocery store, like the type of person that I loved um, having come through my line, come through my checkout line. Like I loved it when the people were like, yeah, you know, I see that you are a, a fellow human being and a good one at that. And you are working to, you're working this job. Yes, but like you, I mean, like this job is, a job ultimately and you're probably doing it for a reason but you also probably have hopes and dreams and it's nice to acknowledge the fact that you have the like which is interesting in just a regular situation <laughs> like it's just like all of those things are flashing through my mind during that interaction i'm not necessarily saying all of those things just in <laughs> how i yeah in how i approach that other person i'm like yeah they'll i'll ask them how their day was like as if um at, like because in that situation I don't like I view them as basically doing being paid to do a favor for me which is still like, yeah yeah was still a, like they don't necessarily have to be here they could have stayed the hell home I mean admittedly they would have lost out on a paycheck at a capitalist system which is a li which a little bit like fucks right. with this like a small bit but also like they do have that option it's absolutely an option for them to not be there but I like I, I I appreciate them for choosing to be there. Yeah. No, anyway. I, I'm right. There, I'm right there with you, and I, yeah. I think like. Um, sorry, it's really windy. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, very windy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, at least you're getting a little a little breeze. Because... I was just gonna say that's the first like respite I've got from the sun, so I'm not I'm not too mad at it. Oh, um, I couldn't. I could never, to be honest. Like I was, I was actually this year, like pre-coronavirus. One of my plans was visiting Austin, um, specifically, um, partially because, um, partially just because I got so many friends there, <laughs> specifically in Austin. I mean, <laughs> like, I, right? Austin? I mean, off the off the bat, it's like like. You know, Star Called is an Austin show. Zoo is an Austin show. Unplaced is an Austin show. All the Good Point shows are Austin shows. Exactly. Exactly. And, like, just from there alone, I'm like, yeah, no, I need to, like, hang out with literally all of you. And I've literally, <laughs> I believe, said at one point, yes, I'm going to hang out with every single one of you. And, like, that, that would have been literally my plan. I would have just been there for, like, three or four days. It would have just been a bunch of fun group activities. Oh, this is fun. My power is now flickering a little bit because there's a thunderstorm happening. Um, well, and there, there's a hurricane hitting East Texas tomorrow, I think. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, dear. Yikes. Um, uh, where oh, is Austin? Your, mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say to your point before, I wanted to just completely agree with you about the customer service thing because I've done that for a really long time. And um, just echo everything you said about like, treating those people like partners mm -hmm. right because like like you said you're paying them to be your partner and like 
if you were partnering up with someone and you know they were trying to help you do something you'd probably never treat them poorly or shittily or with disrespect right so yeah um, i mean hopefully you wouldn't i, like, I, I mean, would I know. not or you're yeah <laughs> I know, like, a lot of people that would, which is kind of shitty, but, like, I mean, I don't know. Um, there, there is that, like, I don't know, there's a weird, like, sense of entitlement that a lot of people have when they're, like, out and about that I have literally never had. I think part of that yeah. is just one shopping while black is already a problem, but, like, but, right. but, like, even with that, like, no, nah, like, I just, because I've been working since I was 13, like, I just, like, Actually, sorry, since I was 12, I was 13 when I got, like, my first job working for, like, people that, it was under the table, but it was, like, less so. No, it was a camp wow. counselor. Oh, it was um, under the table work. Um, one of them was in exchange for uh, helping my sister, like, work with horses. Oh, that sounds like, awesome. Yeah, I was a ranch hand for a summer, and also simultaneously to that was packaging tea. Um, <laughs> because is it your birthday? Hmm. Oh. Oh. Well, have a good day. <laughs> I got There's, so confused. Um... I was like, "What?" I was like, "No, my birthday's in March. What are you talking about?" Oh. No, I walked. I walked by, and there's there's this uh, there's this little kid just sitting there, standing there holding a a cake, um, taking a picture with like two adults. Um, like on the curb and I thought you know with like coronavirus and social yeah. distancing and stuff like I thought maybe it was their birthday or something so I was just gonna say happy birthday but I was like mm -hmm. it's your birthday and they're like they're like no I'm just practicing cake making oh <laughs> so I'm just well, they're they're starting <laughs> a YouTube channel y'all and good for them yeah. <laughs> honestly yeah. cake YouTube is kind of amazing so like <laughs> well so I pulled one of those like you know in Dumb and Dumber where he's like big gulps huh well, see you later. <laughs> like, just yeah. away because they don't say anything to him. That's, that's kind of what happened to me just now. It was <laughs> truly delightful, honestly. It was delightful <laughs> to hear. <laughs> Very pleasant. That, that's, like, just... that's like a perfect encapsulation of my whole life. Like, right there in that five minutes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, so, so on this final card, um, I did... Like, well, okay, the way I normally do this is I um, I have two decks here. One of them is the Wild Unknown, like I mentioned before. The other one is the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit. Um, yeah, and I use this one to sort of... Um, it though, though the last card did really talk about, like, the type of... Um, like, the type of thing to aim for, and the solution was, like, this is the energy to embody um, during this, like, during this next bit of time this is um a sort of an animal representation of that um and the reason that i kind of like that um like a lot actually is because this one is the deer um no way yeah so can i can i tell you something before you even say anything yes i have and you can ask Pretty much all my friends right like mm -hmm. i had like if i have your cell phone number essentially i've been taking walks at night and i've been texting you pictures of deer that i see everywhere like i've been seeing deer deer so much where like i'm walking and then i'll look up from my phone and they startle me like the deer like like you know what i mean like i'm afraid i'm like oh shit, there's a bunch of deer you know oh, yeah. like 
Yeah. And normally, normally it's like, you know, the other way around. And so mm-hmm. I've, I've been taking pictures of just how I've been seeing countless deer every single night on my walk. So that's, that's really fucking strange because I assume yeah. there's tons of animals in this deck. Oh, yeah. There's, um, shit, I forgot the number. I think it's like 56, but I could be wrong. I, I, I don't know where that number just came from, to be honest with you. Um, but like, there's, uh, and I'll tell, I'll tell you, this might be a weird story. I don't know if you want to. Oh, no, totally. Or not. It's ahead. too weird. But like, so one day I was walking to get my hair cut, like, I want to say two months ago. And this was, I want to say, I, I want to say this was two months ago. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this was around the time I started seeing deer everywhere on my walk. And it started oh. after this walk, because when I walked to get my hair cut, I have to cross over a railroad track. Mm. And on that railroad track, like you, you have to like walk up a hill and then right as the hill crests, you can see the railroad track. So I'm walking up the hill and right as it crests, I see a decapitated deer. A and decapitated deer? And when I say, you know, and when I, say de- I mean like clean, like I'd never seen anything this grotesque and weird in my whole life. Oh no. It's just, it's just laying there, right? Like its body is completely pristine. There's not a drop of blood on its fur. There's, there's not, it's, Oh my it's, god! It's literally perfect, and it's just laying there, with its you know severed neck thing like oh resting god. on the rail of the train. And oh, I took, okay. I took I took a picture of it, and I was like, and I sent it to um, Connie because Connie really oh, yeah. loves like like um, collecting <laughs> like bones and, and stuff like that. I was like, this deer. I was like, this deer is going to rot and you can like pick up tons of bones if you want to know where this is. But I also was like, this is, this is a weirdly ominous thing. Like it felt like a weird omen at the beginning of a horror movie. And ever since then, I've been seeing deer live ones, thankfully, everywhere. Yeah, that, uh, okay, first of all, I need to say, I was gonna, when you said you sent that text to, and I was immediately, immediately the first person I thought of was like, I'm I'm certain you sent that to Connie. Like I'm certain that that happened because oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. one <laughs> just like truly first person I thought of, like yeah that's the other person that's the like the only other person that I would imagine would just be fine with receiving that text out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, just, <laughs> I was like what? Like I even like yeah, pretty much everyone else I told about that I mm-hmm. didn't send the picture, but Connie got the picture. <laughs> oh totally. Yeah, that is oof, man. I was. I was deeply concerned for a couple seconds, and I was like, why was it? How did that even happen? I was like, oh, next to a train. Got it. I see. I I understand. The thing about that that was still weird to me is Mm -hmm. like, okay, so if a train hit it, which is grisly and horrifying, the way it did so, it must have been going so fast, and the deer must have been standing so still that it was just literally like, like going through hot butter or something because it it was it was very it, it was like you know those weird things you see that like you'll you can never really get out of your brain <laughs> yeah yeah no the end this would be one of those totally like i've um i've seen one of the uh, one of those sort of horrific images actually all, for me also involves a deer it was a deer who was trying to jump over um this fence that we uh had um, not, it wasn't like, 
uh, oh man, I have to reveal this bit too, and I feel a type of way that I have to say this right now. <laughs> okay. um, like, I have this thing where, like, I have had a lot of, like, weird circumstances that just were part of my life for a very long while, and they sound fascinating when I say them, and then I immediately feel like, I promise you, it's less interesting than it sounds. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, I lived in a castle for the first 13 years of my life. Um, uh, yes. And, um, it, it is also a school uh, that is, I, my mom taught there, that's why I lived there. Um, I wasn't a... So, you, you grew up in Hogwarts, that's what I'm hearing. Oh, man. Um, it was, it honestly smaller it would have been for sure smaller but like it was it's a it's a castle in america which is a are not there aren't a lot of them but they're very pretty and lovely and i liked living there for as long as i got to but one of the things that always weirded me out and they still have these fences up like i still drive by there all the time the fences are still there in this exact sort of way and format um, you know those like tall sort of castle-like fences that have like um, what look like little spears on them? Yeah, the spires or whatever they're called. Yeah, exactly. It had uh, jumped onto one of those and died and was hanging oh. there. I believe um, I was seven. <laughs> yeah, that's horrifying. Yeah. Um. So like, I so I I don't know. Ever since then, like my tolerance for like wild crazy dead things is actually pretty high like i just I, like as long <laughs> as i'm not coming across it like in person like i'm fine with it you know what i mean like if i'm seeing it in person my issue is always going to be the smell more than anything else like the smell of decaying anything is a problem well that was the other part of this that i thought was really ominous and creepy mm. Because the neck stump thing was still bleeding. Oh. Mm. Oh. Like, like the body, the body oh, had so not begun to fresh. decay at all. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. I'm also, like, now just concerned with how the deer, like, specifically, like, did the deer, like, kneel down and just, like, on, head on the tracks, just, like, on its side, like... That's that's what I'm saying. It evoked such a weird, like, haunting image in my brain of this deer, like, kneeling, you know, like, kneeling on its yeah. front legs with its, with its hind legs still up in the air, just, like, sacrificing its neck onto the railroad track in some super creepy fashion that, like, is truly haunting and horrifying. Like, you're laughing, but you know what I mean? No, I'm, laughing really because, I'm laughing because what my brain just did was... Honestly, this deer said fuck quarantine too. <laughs> like really? Like, wow. This deer, oh God. this deer, like, you know what? Fuck 2020. I'm actually tired of this shit too. Yeah, Let me I'm, just I'm out. neck on the tracks. Just <laughs> I'm out. Which also like the oh man. If that was what happened, like animals do a lot of wild things, especially near death, like um, I had a dog that like made friends with coyotes and like waited until I got home from college and then took off with all of the coyotes that were nearby, what? like just in a swarm. Of like it was honestly scary because the coyotes look a little weird, especially. I feel like that's a children's a story waiting to happen. It was so fucking strange. I also that dog was you know like, like a little a little yeah. kid and their dog and like 
the dog runs away at the end with coyotes. That'd be such a cute little kid story. It was the most surreal like nature moment that I had ever had in while we lived at that house, with the exception of the bear that I almost fought over a bowl of mac and cheese. Um, that is another <laughs> story for a later time. God. We'll get there. Um, uh, yeah, basically, I've I've lived in the country my whole last life, but the bougie part of the country, it's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> Portion of that sentence, your voice got very Southern. I don't know if you know. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Well, I don't know. It's just <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my relatives are, um, generally speaking, mostly Southern. Um, like, just so I love it. it yeah, it happens. Um, but yeah, so the deer in this deck, um, <laughs> the thing that's fun for me is the fact that like we had two sort of um, father type cards um, in the previous deck. And, and one is, was a deer. Yeah, exactly. And this is literally the, um, I almost said the opposite and that's not the word that I want, but it's the this is the feminine aspect of the deer. Like mm. in, in this animal deck, there is also the elk, which is the one before it. And um, that one, like the subtitle of that one is stable, resilient, headstrong, the father. Um, and this one for the deer is loving, intuitive, graceful, the mother. Um, oh. Yeah, it represents the feminine aspects of earth energy. Um, this energy is available to all creatures, regardless of gender, but is especially potent in new parents. <laughs> um, Interesting. Huh. Uh, during the first few days, they're fully present, nurturing, and calm. Their inner beauty radiates and a, oh, sorry, and a sense of grace calms the room. The dear personality affects others in this way, drawing them toward a quiet tenderness. Um, the deer card may appear when a birth or celebration of new life, I will get back to that in a second, draws near, or when a situation calls for absolute gentleness and compassion. So, um, I mean, the word new life there, specifically. I mean, obviously, in this one is probably referring to childbirth, but like, applying this to a different situation that is not the recent um, graphic birth of children. Um, because <laughs> truly, I can't think of the birth of children without being like, fuck that, that is insane, and I cannot deal with it. Like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how people with uteruses <laughs> put up with it. Like, I just truly don't. Like, it's a... <laughs> it's just be like, I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> like I fucking can't. Like it's it's so it's it's a wild so thing that like just it's just a wild thing that you know um that other people just make a human. Like that's just a thing that I'm like still not fully able to process. That we're like, well, uh, we're gonna take this bit of uh, information that we gleaned from this one, I guess like thing that this other um human submitted oh uh, like submitted is funny to me um, like, they submitted it like a proposal which is funny um <laughs> it's an event proposal oh if you will um they submitted it there's a Project whole process. exactly oh man it's so funny <laughs> <laughs> thinking about <laughs> thinking about um 
thinking about sex like a project proposal is actually kind of really great and I just <laughs> I can't deal with that at the moment and it's really oh man I am oh I'm crying with laughter okay that's fun <laughs> oh, I love now, that so much now allowing my uh, brain to be able to like whew, calm it back down a bit um, that sort of that again that that new life bit which ties into the the new space the um the existing in that new space um i think this is just another aspect that the cars like kind of wanted to mention which is making it um like striving for so the previous card was bliss and harmony right so yeah. striving for that and that sense of calm um, and trying to find that sense of calm and that sense of groundedness in this space and like having that be a type of energy that you are also making sure to bring in that sort of grounded element um, of it, which again is why I also thought of um, thought of a plant earlier because like plants, I also feel like just bring that all I don't know, bring that all in, which I think is good. Um, yeah. So that's uh, that's what that said to me. I don't know <laughs> if that's what that said to you, but that's what it uh, that's what it sounded like to me. Um, <clears throat> no, that that feels that feels pretty that feels pretty dead on because, like you know, when you you know when you move not only to a new place but in a new position, right? Like doing things differently it does feel like a new life and then with you know defining yourself differently too when you've defined yourself oh, yeah. one way for a long you know i mean like everything feels really new in a lot of ways um mm -hmm. and so it sounds like these cards are kind of just saying to um to lean into some of that a little bit yeah and, 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 and it sounds like maybe yeah trust it a little bit too exactly lean in trust it be here with it and it, it, it basically, I almost said, it, and accept the fact that it will be fine, but that sounds aggressive. Um, but, <laughs> say, like, but yeah, sort of embrace that and know that with that, there's um, there's gonna be um, th that e despite there being struggle, like sort of remaining rooted in those things is um, going to prove to be helpful. Um, I I also just this also just came up because we we mentioned deer um and well mentioned deer because of the card and also this brought up new life and possibly birth um and like one of the things that i cannot get over about humans versus like animals just generally is how useless human babies are <laughs> Like immediately at birth, we are so stupid. Like <laughs> compared yeah. to like a deer who within five minutes is ready to get up and run away from a predator. <laughs> like it's just so like, we have to be reminded to breathe. Like that is Yeah, we, we would like <laughs> stare a predator in the face and just be like, hello. And scream <laughs> at it like that's somehow a good decision. Like we are so fucking stupid. It's like a God. as an animal existing in the world, um, we are a very, very, very weird, um, like weird animal, just generally. Um, 
but we make wild tools. Um, <laughs> make wild tools and invented the internet. Um, but we are also very dumb as babies. And we really like, if there's a, one thing I would like change about us, it is like, we are a, born able to like communicate properly and form full sentences. Like that is that would be terrifying. It really would because just a baby just emerged and be like, fuck, that was intense. Oh my god. Just I think you just came up with an amazing idea for an AD. Oh yeah. A world a world where babies come out fully uh fully functioning verbally. That would be insane. Where every the problem the Oh my god, and you'd be able to cast all the characters like every person you cast would be playing a baby who could like talk for themselves. That'd be, you guys, how many people would oh, like want to do that? That'd be so fun. That is so funny too, because like people's voices, when they voice a child, having done this numerous times, it is a wild, like, it is a wild thing <laughs> to like look at. Like whenever I do that, I have like an image of like, a like uh, I, it varies what image that I usually have, but one of the more recent ones that I put up um, was um, uh, was um, Alphonse um, Alphonse Elric, but as a as a kid, as he appeared in Full Metal Alchemist. Alphonse, um, you know, means so much to me. Oh, I actually didn't know that, but like, I'm I'm glad to hear that. That series. I, I, oh my god! It's such a good series. I I don't know that I finished Brotherhood, but I think I did. You know, I I will I'll too. follow my I'll I'll follow my sword here. I never watched Brotherhood. I I'm mm. like I'm I'm so old that like my introduction was the OG, you know, the original original and mm. I when I heard they were making Brotherhood, I was like and it it was positioned to me as like sort of remake. I know it, that's not what it ended up being, but it was mm. positioned to me as being like remaking the original, I was like, "Oh no, that that can't possibly work out well," <laughs> and so I avo- and so I avoided it. But I know, I know, I need to, I need to reverse course on that. It's perfectly fine. I watched it when I wa- I watched it when I was a weeb for sure. Um, and which is, <laughs> I need to tell everybody that that time, generally speaking, has passed for me. I have tried, I've tried to watch a lot of anime recently, and it has not flown. My no, God, not a fan. Like I love, like I still like it, but like something about the way the stories are told just isn't mm. connecting with me anymore. I don't know yeah. if it's that I leaned a little too hard into the CW. <laughs> 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 just like it, just at a particular point in time, the CW began to occupy my brain, and just anime no longer made sense for me, which is <laughs> a weird thing, and I don't know why that works, but I don't know. Kind of, it did. made sense. Yeah, the, C- yeah. the CWEU, which is what I call it. I know no one else calls it that, but the CWEU is is quite large and quite uh, deep a well to fall into. It is so wild. I like. I also need to say when they announced that they that that they were just straight up going to switch the lead of a series just. <laughs> in between seasons and we just had to like roll with it just deal with it <laughs> like, like, what the fuck batwoman like really <laughs> but yep. i'm also very pleased because it allowed them to do something that is fucking groundbreaking which mm-hmm. i am 
oh my god it's gonna be so good <laughs> like it's gonna be incredible but that was just such a wild thing to hear and to also know that it's like not severely gonna fuck up storytelling like it'll just mean that one character just straight up disappeared and we just don't talk about it which well and and it'll it essentially leaves room for somebody who comes up with like a brilliant way to tie it back together the opportunity to do so you know oh totally totally because somebody one day will be like you know what would be the best way to tie up that loose end and you'll you know what i mean like you just wouldn't have been able to think of it in the moment oh yeah i have literally like i don't know she and sophie wound up running away together is like the thing that i would want like personally like that's yeah, just like thing. you know what we cut our losses and ran and it just made sense at the time <laughs> <laughs> but then all the other characters stay exactly the same we still have um honestly mary was the star of the show for me anyway so <laughs> yeah. mary yeah. and alice were two of my absolute favorites because i mean alice just walks around with the damn um the damn butterfly knife and it, it makes it look fun um <laughs> which i have now taken to doing um which is maybe not the best because i'm not allowed to have those in the state of massachusetts but well <laughs> um <laughs> but i'd love to see them try to stop me slash i really don't want to see that that would be utterly utterly awful um but like oh god that whole universe is so like it's it's wild i also am a little bit happy that like green arrow and the canaries is not happening um like i or yeah. it, they didn't i guess officially say that it's not happening but like it looks like it's not <laughs> like yeah like they would have announced it by now like come on like it's it's been a long enough time since the end of the last show and it might not be like a dead airing. idea but it might be you know pushed yeah. to the outskirts at this point i'm not gonna lie i want it to be a dead idea it was not <laughs> like it didn't seem like a good plan like what for which for me as a black canary stand to say that is real bad um <laughs> like that's real bad like i really liked the Dinah drake that we had but like i don't yeah. know that i that i wanted like, if I were to give her anything, it would have been giving her a show. But also, at this point, I would rather have Journey. Um, like, I yeah. would just no. rather her have her HBO show. I love that hashtag, too. Just the... On HBO, too? That'd be amazing. Oof. God, yes. It could be just as violent as the movie was. And, like, it was just serves her well. And also, because HBO is clearly, like, Journey's home. Like, just as an actress, like, yeah. a lot of her work's been there, especially lately. Um, also, even True Blood was on there, and she was on that show, which is, I think, my first introduction to her as an actress. Oh, yeah. 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 It's also just <laughs> a wild thing to remember that True Blood existed. <laughs> um, <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Oof, yeah. But yeah, she was on that. It was super, super cool. Um holy shit this storm is getting wild oh my god oh i'm kind of glad though because i was just in my room um earlier and it was swelteringly hot in a way that oh. does not make sense for this part of the state like <laughs> we have too many mountains for that to make any fucking sense <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man but yeah um well this has been a wild reading that like 
again, accurate. It was accurate in a way that I didn't expect it necessarily was going to be, but not because I don't have faith in these, in these cards. I just, I don't know that I'm ever going to be able to expect that they're going to be (laughs) incredibly accurate. (laughs) Um, Or at least like that they're going to touch on like certain points, but you know, glad it did. Um, No, it did. Yeah. So, uh, I I suppose the best thing we could do now is um, tell the people where they can find your stuff and where they can um, where they can hear and uh, hear more of your things and I guess read them if they read the transcripts. Um, <laughs> yeah, I definitely I have transcripts yeah. for all my shows. So if you want to uh, check out those transcripts, um, AR Olivieri is usually a good place. Uh, AROlivieri.com is usually a good place to start or at AROlivieri mm-hmm. on Twitter and that's usually kind of just the easiest, I think, jumping off point to finding one show. Uh, luckily, um, if you use Apple Podcasts, if you find one of my shows at the bottom, it'll say like more by A.R. Olivieri. And it has all of them kind of like grouped there so you could jump. Um, so once you find one, hopefully you can you can find all the others. And honestly, I think you can listen to all five or six of my shows in five hours, five, six hours, maybe at most. That checks out. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it should be, it could be a, a fun way to catch up if you ever wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Which I highly recommend. And uh, the links to, um, I will try to gather the links to all of them. Again, it shouldn't be that difficult. I don't think it's that difficult, but like I will do my best to make sure that I um, grab the links to all of them and that they're all in the show notes so that y'all can easily find them, um, including social media. I, to this current moment, still do not actually know if uh, by the time this airs, I have made a Twitter account for the show. <laughs> I don't know. I might have. I might not have. It might just be on my own personal Twitter, which is red, black, golden, black um, as it fancy black. It's, I, I call it fancy black, uh, which is maybe <laughs> problematic, but whatever. Um, it's B-L-A-Q-U-E and red and golden are spelled, you know, the regular way. Um, and I, oh no, my Instagram doesn't follow that, but that's fine. Y'all don't really need my Instagram like that. Um, you (laughs) might though, actually, to see the photos of these, but if you do, there'll be a hashtag and I'll have the hashtag for that, um, and the Instagram handle if I do figure that out in the show notes. Um, so yeah so with all of that said uh thank you guys for listening be well do as much good work as you possibly can turn up to oh dear god i cannot think of a song fuck oh my god (laughs) this happens literally every time that i get to the turn up to some line and i i cannot think of like the thing well, if, if Will Williams were here with me, we would be talking about the 1975. So you can, if there's some 1975 stuff that you like, you could talk about them. Or, ooh, is there any like, um, huh. is there any like super, super summer? Because it's like the end of summer now, right? Like, I don't know when people will hear this, but it's the end of, do you have any like summer song? It, this will probably be going out like the, yes, definitely the end of the summer, but also like 
Loki the beginning of fall, depending on when I'm able to finish like, editing. <laughs> um, but like, uh, I think it'll be, um, well, I don't even know because like, I can't, I can't think of like, oh, ooh, ooh, this is kind of fun. Uh, turn up to, <laughs> It's a spooky, scary skeletons because we know what season it's about to be. <laughs> yes, um, celebrate, celebrate Halloween early, y'all, or celebrate Halloween early and often. Also, register to vote. Um, and uh, yeah, and I guess above all else, stay safe out there, y'all. Woo! <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>